most people when they do a bench press they get their grip tight so they're gonna squeeze the bar so I'm gonna get Ben to grab on where he normally would be now I cannot stress it enough to people that always have a spotter now most people when they do it so bench press for me so we're gonna lift most people go mid chest like he's doing right now okay so it's a very mechanical movement coming down again and it's a 90 degree angle okay we're gonna put it back now to fix that issue what we're gonna do is it's more of a rolling sensation okay so you're gonna roll it to your upper abdomen so about here so we're gonna keep your elbows in a little tighter like so so we're gonna get you lifting off and we're gonna roll down and come towards your chin and roll down and come towards your chin and coming back now what that's gonna do is alleviate the pressure off of the shoulders which you see most lifters have the they're rolling their their shoulder after they do a bench it takes the shoulders out of the equation and keeps you healthy okay the next thing we're gonna take a look at is this foot placement most people have flat feet what we're gonna do is get you to pull your feet back until you feel engagement of the quads okay and we're gonna get you to pinch your shoulder blades together okay now we're gonna do that same motion okay now roll and up and give me one more and up perfect and now that gets full leg engagement you're gonna be able to lift more and you're gonna be safer while doing it so next one we're gonna do is the squat okay sounds good so we're gonna stand up so now Ben has told me that he had an injury with his ACL and how long ago was that six years ago okay so most people when they have an injury of that stature like they they kind of feel a little bit weary of coming back to a squatting motion okay so what we're gonna do here is your head up chest up safeties are gonna be disengaged now your hands are gonna be on the handles nice and low and coming up okay gotcha you're gonna want to squeeze through the quads so the advantage to a leverage squat like this machine here is you're on a slight angle which takes the pressure away from the knees, which is very good for what you're gonna be doing, <laughs> okay? So we'll get Ben in here. Okay, now, getting ready. <laughs> Head up, chest up. Now standing straight. Okay, now you're engaged. Now we're gonna sink your butt down. Down, 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 and up. We're gonna get a couple reps in here of this. Nice and easy. And up, keep it coming. Yep, breathe. <laughs> yep, one more. Good, and control down, down. Perfect. How'd that feel? I felt good. Any 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 pain in the knee? No, sir. Not at all, eh? No. Now again, with this machine, most gyms have a hack squatting machine of some kind or something along this nature. Yeah. But what ends up happening is people don't utilize them because they don't know how to do them properly mm -hmm. or they're apprehensive of using a squat machine because of an injury. Now the, the next one we're gonna do is a little different. It's just the opposite. So we're basically gonna go backwards. Gotcha. Okay, so again, you're gonna get nice and comfortable in here. Now this one is gonna be a little deeper for you. Here. Okay. And back up. Okay? Yep. That's just going to be a little bit different of an angle. That's yeah. all. 
and you're gonna feel great at the top and it's gonna feel awful at the bottom, but it really works well. Okay, so we're gonna get a lift up. Okay, now we're gonna come back down, nice and easy, and up. Perfect, we're gonna get a few reps of this. There you go. And sinking your butt down. There you go. Nice and deep. There we go. Yep. One more. Good. And how'd that feel? That felt good. Yeah. And again, with a leverage squat machine like this, you'll be able to train deeper than a barbell squat. Okay, gotcha. comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also a little bit safer because you don't need three spotters in order to take care of yourself, mm -hmm. okay? What we're gonna do next is the deadlift. Now there's variations on how you're gonna be able to do it. And everybody has kind of conflicting <laughs> opinions on yeah. sumo deadlift is the right. big thing right now, that people think it's cheating. Personally, I don't really care as long as you lift the weight and you do it safely. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna get Ben. He's gonna have his feet placement like this. Head up, chest up, alternating grip. And we're gonna get you to pick up the weight. Cool. Now the big thing about this is keeping your head up, your chest up, and your shoulder blades tight. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna get you in there. Okay. So how much weight is this? 135 pounds. So how much weight could you deadlift? Well, I did 450 on Saturday. Um, I don't compete in deadlift. Yeah. So I've just been kind of doing it for fun. Yeah. I'd probably say around 500-ish yeah. right now. <laughs> right on. But, you know. A little bit more than this. Yeah, a little bit more. That's yeah. all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now get your hands a little closer to your, to your, your shins there. Yeah. Yep. Okay, now you're going to drag it up. Perfect. And down. Nice, slow, and control. It always is about control with this. You want to come pop it up. Perfect. Coming down. Now he's had his great form. Very good form. We're going to get two more of this. Yep. It's always power out of the bottom. There you go. And one more. And squeeze that bar. Perfect. And coming down. Good. How did that feel? Felt awesome. Yeah. 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 Again, when you do the proper technique with this, most people, they feel issues in their back. It's because they're slightly rounding when they're picking the heavier mm -hmm. weight up. Lower the weight, do it properly. Yeah. And that's what most people don't do. <laughs> they yeah. want to, it's more ego lifting. They want to show off to their buddies. Yeah. to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Now you can take your TV entertainment on the go. Watch the shows you want from anywhere on your favorite device. Hundreds of movie titles, your favorite shows, even sports and news, live or on demand with a new look and feel that makes finding what you want easier than ever. And the best part? 
AnyPlace TV is already included with your TV package. Download the new app today and make AnyPlace a TV place. I'm not special. Cancer happens to people all the time. I take one mile at a time, 26 miles a day. I want to set an example that'll never be forgotten. Sometimes, it feels endless. But the pain I feel is nothing. I've seen little kids in so much pain. Somewhere, the hurting must stop. Terry Fox ran more than halfway across Canada to raise money for cancer research. Every year, millions of people around the world continue the marathon of hope in his name. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Think Millennial. As you can see, Ben's not here any longer. Thank you. Finally got rid of him. We're here with Brianna Kerr to help co-host. I think we're going to do something from now on where it's going to be like a co-host takeover. Co-host takeover? Yeah. So Ben's just not here anymore. <laughs> and welcome to our guests, or welcome guests, Mike Parsons from Alpha Performance right. and Brianne Laval from Bathtub Bakery. LaValle. Thank you for joining us. It smells so nice in here. Did I say Laval? Lavalley. 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 Either one. Yeah, I got to work I've heard on that. everything. <laughs> <laughs> So our last, uh, so the segment that you guys just watched, uh, Ben Strasser was on there lifting a lot of weight. Yeah, he was having a great time. <laughs> I heard he was whining a little bit. And <laughs> he, he he was a little apprehensive about, you know, what was that weight? How One, much was that? One thirty-five. It's a lot of weight. Yeah, you know, he had, he has a stressful life. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough for him. And his knee. And his knee. How much you know, did he complain <laughs> about that? Uh, well, he he made me aware of it, and you know, I I was okay with that, and you know, you have to do that beforehand. But he was fine. He did he did a good job. That's not what you were saying off air. Hey, he, <laughs> he, he was apprehensive, but once I got him to do it, he got it, and it was, it was easy. Was well, nice do you find most people's first sessions with you are, like, they are apprehensive, or they're a bit nervous because oh. it's heavy lifting? And a lot of the machines that we use are very, they're intimidating looking, but once you get them uh, doing them, it, it's not a big deal. It really isn't. It's more their fear of the unknown, but once they do it, they're, they're fine, and there's no issues. So when did you first get into lifting and doing all that? Uh, when I first got into lifting was in grade nine. Uh, I wanted to play football. Uh, you know, it's a stereotypical story there. Um, and I asked my dad, you know, can, can you teach me how to weight lift because I want to play. Um, so the first time I ever benched was 175 pounds for one. That was the first time you yeah, ever benched? first time ever. And that was wow. actually my body weight. I don't think I can like grade my max. Nine. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's your max? I don't think I can do that. I, say, well, I don't know what you said. I heard 100 pounds. 175? Oh, no, no. No, and that's what it was. It was uh, training for football. And then when football ended, it was just, you know, I, I needed something competitive in my life. And that's what I, I added into uh, com competition-wise after that. So. And that was lift, were you lifting at? North Park? Yep, at North Park, yep. So were you, were you part of the gym classes as well, right? Yeah, we, uh, we were actually part of the weightlifting uh, program we, we, uh, with uh, Gord Peterson, which was great. Uh, he designed the, the weightlifting class. 
and it was basically all the football guys. So we got to work out during the day and got a credit for it. It was great. Um, we had a good time. I don't think I even knew what the weight room looked like in high school. Never. Nope. I think those were the days I didn't go to gym. So we were just naturally in really good shape. We didn't need to. So true. So strong. I was already perfect. <laughs> so. You fell in love with training, you did that for football, you continued doing that, and when did you come up with the idea to actually train other people? Well, I was, I was basically training other people already. Um, you know, we had a pretty big powerlifting team, and uh, I kind of noticed, I was like, well, this is basically what personal training is, is that one-on-one -on -one touch um, with people, and I just wanted to get uh, that aspect, and I said, you know, I love doing this. If I could turn this into a career, um, that'd be great. And then I started, you know, training a couple friends and then started training uh, some clients of, of friends of family and stuff like that, uh, kind of easing in and kind of, you know, working my craft a little bit. And then, you know, finally, you know, recently uh, in the past few months, I've started doing full-time training and uh, awesome. it's been awesome. Because you came up with Alpha Performance uh, a year and a bit ago, right? Through mm -hmm. Lucas Stugut, he did all of your logo and yep. branding? at Octopus Red there. He, uh, we, he designed my logo for me. We had a great time uh, designing that. And, you know, now he's training with us, uh, him and his wife and, and daughter. And it, it's great. And, uh, you know, he's getting a lot of great results, and so is she. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun training people that have never done it before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an interesting kind of caveat to, uh, you know, not doing something, and then all of a sudden you're hitting something. And, you know, he's, he just did a 360-pound deadlift for a double. Wow. And it was easy for him, so. No problem for us. <laughs> there you go. It's interesting, though, that you just said, like, you know, it was them and their daughter, so I would never think that lifting would be a family thing. Like, oh, it's, it's great. I mean, uh, then you have something to talk about at home, and it's something that you can compare your day uh, of how you were doing, and you can understand that, oh, okay, if I didn't hit it this day, how, what can we do at home to make things better and, and make it uh, more likely that you're going to hit the next week? And you oh. can, you know, have that support system as well, not just in the gym, but at home as well. Absolutely. So it's not just about being a maniac and no, weights. No, you know, there's support. a lot of stereotypical stuff that's uh, that's been portrayed, and a lot of that is mainstream media kind of glorifying the, the lunatic lifter and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But really, it, it's their family guys and girls and... Uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I've seen every walk of life lift. And, you know, I, I've seen guys, um, uh, one guy I trained with, he, he had a prosthetic limb, and it was the, and he went, won the competition and went to work right after, didn't even stay for his trophy. <laughs> wow. And, and it, I don't it, think it I'd was, be walking after. No. Oh, I know. And, and <laughs> like, he's just like, I gotta work, guys. You know, somebody could pick up my trophy for me. <laughs> so, That's you know, it was awesome. No excuses. Yeah. Hello. So, you, so you said all walks of life. So what, kind of advice or how would someone who's never lifted before how what advice would you give to someone like that it's just walking through the door making that initial step and saying you know I'm gonna make a change and then sticking to it um, you know we're coming up on the New Year's and again for trainers that's great boost in business but reality for wise, one month exactly you know they're yeah. like, oh I'm gonna do this and then all of a sudden you know two weeks <laughs> later, oh, I'm not doing that anymore <laughs> Um, but hurt. no, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's sticking to the plan that you say, I want to make a change and, and getting through the door. And that's, that's the biggest thing that I would give to beginners is make the first step and stick with it. You know, that's the best cool. advice I can give. What kind of lifting do you primarily teach? Uh, mostly I teach uh, powerlifting movements. Now, again, people say, okay, we're, we're powerlifting. No, the powerlifting movements are the bench, squat, and deadlift.
Okay. But those are just the movements. You're n we're not training most people to do one rep maximums all the time. That's mm -hmm. not what we're doing. We're doing those movements because they're very complex uh, movements, but they're very good for the system. Okay, so you could, in theory, do nothing but bench, squat, and deadlift, and you have a great physique and have a healthy lifestyle. But we teach it proper form, and we only most people train only once a week. And that's really? it, 45 minutes-ish for a session, and that's all they need for the week. The rest is recovery. So I don't need to train six days a week, weightlifting, and then run? No, no. I've, I've trained people um, that came from my background of the volume, where we were training six days a week, three times a day. And that's what I used to do, and I was doing 400 benches three days a week. Or three times a day, sorry, for six days a week, and it was way too much. And there goes the shoulder. And there goes the shoulder, right? And <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing. And then when I switched to twice a week, or back or knee, you'll you'll do it. With that, we're gonna go to break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Tuesday at 7. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At Home with Chef D, Tuesdays at 7 on Rogers TV. Wednesday. I want you to have high nutrient, high protein foods. Food personality Teresa Albert serves up a garden fresh, healthy breakfast. That's really good. Breakfast at Rosehurst on Rogers TV. We're supposed to be at City Hall. We're gonna build it right here. Oh yeah, sure. And give wetsuits to all the visitors? <laughs> no, on the water. Hey, come on, we're talking about building something the size of 64 city blocks. And there's no land left in Montreal. So, get serious. Listen, we'll build islands. How? Dig up Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> They're digging a subway, remember? You take it from there, and you put it here. 12 months and 25 million tons of fill later, St. Helens Island was reshaped and Ile Notre Dame was created. Come on, we don't want to keep Mayor Drapa waiting, do we? Montreal's Expo 67. It would prove to be the most successful World's Fair of the 20th century. Welcome back to Think Millennial. So much better than when Ben does it. Aww. <laughs> ben, you do great. <laughs> Here with Matt, we're joined with Mike and Brian, and Brian's from Bathtub Bakery. Yes. So welcome, welcome. It smells fantastic in here. Um, <laughs> yes, as you can see on the table, goal. we have, they look like cupcakes, but they're bath cupcakes and the bath bombs. Yes. Um, when did you first get into this sort of business? 
when I did. Yeah. Um, I started last year. Yeah, so I'm about a year and a half in right now. Uh, I originally started another business called Balance, which was almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't anything like this. Same kind of um, idea with the bath bombs and um, stuff like that. But it was. It didn't really have a concept to it. I didn't really like it that much. So within five months, I think I canceled it and regrouped myself and then started Bathtub Bakery with like an actual, uh, like a bakery concept, I guess you'd say. Yeah. It's very aware <laughs> of you though, as a, a business and as a person to be like, you know, this isn't working. I need to regroup, I need to do something else yeah. and improve. Yeah, That's I awesome. didn't I didn't really care too much, I think, about it. Um, like my logo, I kind of, I think I got it from the internet maybe. Like when I had balance, I partnered with the wrong people um, and then I just wasn't in love with the idea, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like month after month after month, I kind of started going down and down. And then finally it hit me all at like one time where I'm just like, I need to regroup, right? That's awesome. And so like, I'm absolutely so in love with this idea now mm -hmm. that that's why I'm still doing it. Like Maybe. a year and a half in, I'm still, I'm constantly thinking, what can I be doing? I'm constantly looking up desserts that I could be <laughs> That's making, <a> good job. <laughs> what I can turn it into, right? I know. This is why we didn't lift in high school. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> so what goes into making a bath bomb? Like, how, how do you learn to do that? Um, what's the process now? I started with the internet, Great. the lovely internet. Um, so bath bombs, obviously, right now, huge phase. Um, I'm trying to make it not really a phase because when I do go to vendor events and stuff like that, I have a lot of people, they'll walk past me and they'll, uh, they'll be like, oh, bath bombs again, right? But once they see like those shower cupcakes put me on the map way faster than anything yeah. that I've done, um, just because so many people don't want to take baths, I find as well. So you can use a uh, shower cupcake. You're a shower person. With your tea. Hey, yeah, with your tea. Handmade on tea, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up um, doing the bath bombs, and then I kind of just worked my way up from there. And I used the Internet to kind of figure out uh, there's so many different recipes mm -hmm. that you can use, right? And uh, you have to kind of create your own original one in order for it to stick. So all of my bath bombs include, like, Epsom salts, vitamin E, vitamin C, all kind of stuff people don't normally use just because like it's expensive right so mm -hmm. uh, they kind of want to go um, I don't want to say a cheaper route but I mean I try to use a lot more quality in everything uh, just to kind of like sell the quality and then also sell the look of it well I personally do use your your bath bombs and I notice the difference in my skin afterwards so you can tell the difference between different products right yes. because you put those things in yes. my it's girlfriend that, loves them too it's that extra I care right too and I, knowing that you're <laughs> knowing that you're so passionate about it though yeah. too that makes me want to purchase from you as opposed to somewhere yes. someone else I appreciate that yeah I think I'm gonna lose my girlfriend <laughs> to me <laughs> to you. so you talked about going to like you said you're at a vendor show so how do you what's kind of how are you marketing your business right now how do you sell um, you know as far as like how do I uh, like distribute them right yeah. now so uh, last year I was in two retail stores uh, unfortunately uh, I think maybe two months ago both of them closed so right now I'm just selling out of my home so I have a business room that's dedicated to everything so I have it uh, people like come in pick up or I can drop off method mm -hmm. and so that's all I'm really doing right now until I can get my website up well, could I just mean to go back a little bit sorry yeah how do the shower bombs work? They're neat. 
So the base is basically a bath bomb, so it's made of the baking soda citric acid, and then it has a bunch of essential oils in them. Can we pull one out as you're talking? Yes, here? yeah. So, so you have, yeah, there's four different kinds there. Uh, that one's frostbite, so that has the eucalyptus and peppermint. That would be and so good for a cold. Great. I know, I had a cold last week, and that's all I did was just like... Clear you out. Frostbite yeah. everything. So it releases the essential Boy, oils when you one. have... <laughs> Um, like when water hits it, it'll fizz away, and then the okay. icing takes a little bit longer to fizz away, I guess, because it's it wouldn't react. It kind of just needs to get wet, and then it'll dissolve in there. But it just releases essential oils into the shower. Awesome. So you just put it on the bottom of the, the tub and just yeah, yeah. So I've had people like you can put it um, right by the drain, so a lot of water is getting to it, and at that point it'll fizz away faster, stronger scent. And then I also have people say that they'll buy it and they'll le just leave it in the shower mm. and it'll last weeks really? because like just a little bit of water will hit it so enough scent will come out but it's not enough for it to fully dissolve. It's really cool. So it's, it's basically the same results as a bath bomb but you don't need to lay in the tub for half hour. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. And like I just love the essential oils because then like as you're, you got the steam and stuff too, especially yeah. the eucalyptus. Like, yeah. The I always wanted to create a shower product. I just couldn't figure it out and then uh, yeah aromatherapy is a huge thing so well I love how it fits with your bathtub bakery theme yes. the little cupcakes <laughs> yes they look delicious thank you so I have to ask <laughs> has anybody tried eat to eat them <laughs> of course of course I've had um, oh no yeah it's, was it Matt <laughs> it, it wasn't Matt no right he seems like he he tried to eat it the way that he's acting but saying I look hungry <laughs> so um, I haven't had anyone actually put it in their mouth except little kids. That's uh, at vendor shows. The moms always have to kind of grab yeah. them. <laughs> but I have had people at vendor shows come over to me and say like how much for a dozen cupcakes thinking because they're hungry, right? And they have to stay at their booth. So I've had people come over and try to buy cupcakes for me for like their events and then my friends all the time I purposely leave them out now um, when I make a new product they, they can recognize those now yeah. but when I make a new product I always leave it out and I always they always look around well <laughs> try to decipher if it's uh, edible or not when you were showing me a candle earlier and it looks like there's actual legitimate apple yes, slices on right top here. of them yeah those look like apple oh, slices no, to me over there yeah yeah so <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool candle holder too thank you did yes. you, how did you, did you just made it? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You know what, that's the first try. That was my first uh, trial of that. And I've noticed that a lot. Whenever I try something, I'm pretty good at it. Not that's to, <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> is it you that tries your product? Yeah, well, I have friends too, right? So I'm always giving away stuff all the time. That's, my motto is always to just like, give more than take I guess so I'm always giving away stuff people give me feedback all the time and then yeah normally I just kind of look into it for a long period of time just to try to figure out uh, how to like make the icing for the cupcakes how to make icing for candles sorry I have to yes, interrupt you that's we're right. gonna be going to break we'll be right back Occasions is a TV show that is meant to inspire. It's a little thicker batter. And I'm here with Sweet Occasions to take the intimidation out of baking and, and really simplify and help people to, you know, get their feet wet. 
I'm not afraid to make a mistake when I'm baking or have flour, you know, proof out of the mixer when I'm baking. Baking is meant to be fun and to be enjoyed. Resurrection enlightenment. I'm turning over a new leaf. Are you the new slumlord? He doesn't want you. You just got sober. Thanks for the rehab. For whatever I've done, I am truly sorry. I don't have time for this, right? I am off to learn how to try to be a grown-up. in the Edmonton Arena. Everyone is feeling the pressure on the grabs as they await the American champs. Here's the Cleveland favorite nits now, and boy, do they look impressive. Look at their uniform. I bet you could sure run in smart shirts like those. Not that. Look, world champs my eye. Grads, we don't play for glory. We play the game for the game's sake. So tonight, you're going to earn that title by playing your game. Teamwork, passing. Let's show them what it means to play the grads. for 25 years. The record of 502 wins and only 20 losses is unmatched in all of sport. Hey, Tiffany here from The Traveling Pint and welcome back to Think Beer. Today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the changing seasons and how that can actually go along with beer too. So as you're out and about, you might be noticing that the leaves are on the ground. We actually got our first dose of snow today, which is kind of pretty. I'm, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm ready for winter maybe. You're walking through the grocery stores, uh, the aisles are starting to change with food. You're through the mall and clothes are starting to change. People are getting ready for winter. So what I want to bring attention to is not only is that changing, beer also starts to change as well. So we've had an amazing summer of maybe lighter beers, fresh, crisp, fruity beers, sharper, hoppy this, hoppy that are all coming out, right? You're getting those nice citrusy tones and earthy tones throughout beer. But as the season changes, so does beer. So we're starting to get into our darker beers a little bit, maybe some more roasty things. Our Marzins were coming out for fall. Our wet hopped beers, which I am partial to because it's harvest time. So everything kind of starts to change along with the season. Someone who's doing an excellent job at that is sociable here in Brantford. So the more I go out and the more I become a little bit more of a beer geek and love my beer, I start to choose where I want to go due to what is on their list, right? So before we go out and try somewhere new, one of the first things I do is check their beer list. Are they serving craft beer? To me, that's just important. I want something that's going to go good with my meal. I want something that's going to pair nicely and kind of bring both of them up on the flavors within. So Sociable is doing an amazing job if you haven't been here yet, and they're located in Brantford. And they're doing this in several ways. So first off, they have some static lines. So they're serving beers that you can find when you come in, so you still have your go-tos. They're not always rotating, but they have a nice, nice representation of Ontario craft beer and a couple of other favorites that you're going to enjoy. So even if you're new on the beer scene, you're going to find something here at Sociable that you're going to enjoy. Second of all, 
they have their rotational lines. So this is where I start to get a little bit excited. They're constantly rotating through different Ontario craft beers and bringing them to you in a variety of style. And what's nice about these beers is they're also categorized. So if you only are into maybe a darker uh, porter or stout, they always have that specific line that's rotating through that. So it's kind of cool that you can always find something in your category, but you have the option to try something new. So I'm gonna list off the boards that they have here. So their first one is dealer's choice. And that is basically whatever they feel like putting on, whatever they can get their hands on, they're going to go out and get. And what's also cool is they can tell you what's on deck. So if you're gonna miss out on that, you know what to come in for next. Second of all, they actually have a cider line. So as I start to explore ciders more, this is a great place to do so, because you can add it into a flight glass. You don't have to commit to a giant glass of it, and you get to discover all the wonderful ciders going on in Ontario, which is pretty awesome, especially because we have so many orchards and things. And I believe their cider line too is consistently cider. So I do have some friends that are gluten-free, and this is beautiful for them because they don't have to worry about kind of cross-contaminating, and they're coming in, and they're getting a nice line of cider choices. Number three, we've got our sweet, spicy, or wild. <laughs> it's like a poll. You can vote what I am today. Am I sweet, spicy, or wild? <laughs> and there you're getting a lot of your sour beers. You're getting your spice beers or even fruit beers. So again, that's gonna go strong through the winter, and we're still seeing sours on there now, which is super awesome, but you might get a lot more spice variety then too. Next to that, we have our light and quaffable. That involves beers like Pilsners, American Pale Ales, things that are really thirst quenching, maybe not over the top on bitterness or roastiness or high um, volume of alcohol, but they're nice and enjoyable. A great starting point too, if you're just kind of getting into craft and want to get your toes into the water. And the next board we've got down there is witty and deliceful. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be like delightful. I'm always one for a play on words. Uh, that's going to represent your wit beers, your wheat beers, and that sort of variety, both German and Czech. Delicious, delicious selection on there. Following that is probably the one that I always set my eyes on first, and it's called Bitter yet self-assured. <laughs> and not because I'm a bitter person, but I love my bitter beers. So on there, you're gonna find your IPAs, both East Coast and West Coast representing, your black IPAs, double IPAs. <laughs> Might get a, a more um, stronger AP on there as well, mixed in, but that's always where my eyes go first. And then I kind of refer to the rest of them because I am all about the hops. And the last board on the end, is stout and portly. So again, kind of self-explanatory. They're gonna have their stouts, porters, milk stouts, imperial stouts, <laughs> so on and so forth. And that's a great board, again, to check out as we get into these chillier days and you sort of have maybe a higher ABV to warm you up at night or just something that's really, really gonna go with dessert in your meal as well as your main course. So to mix a little bit of food in there, uh, Sociable's got a lot of fresh ingredients. Their meals are to die for lunch, dinner, breakfast on weekends, you really can't go wrong. And the most exciting thing that they have here at Sociable is their vault series. <laughs> so I will spin this wheel, such as a famous Vanna does, and show you what's currently on their vault series. So Sociable has done something really special here, and they're bringing in a lot of specialty beers uh, just for you. So you're not going to find a lot of these in the LCBO. You're not going to find a lot of these anywhere else except for here at Sociable in Brantford. It's a super exciting list. Some are from around the world. Others are from right here in Ontario. Come in and check it out. 
Basically, when the beer is sold out, it doesn't come back in. And when the list gets low, they start to restock their vault. Uh, the prices do range on this, but let me tell you, it's worth every penny because you might never ever try these again. And there's some on here that I'm like, just want to talk to you about for hours. You should really try this one while you're here. And these ones, <laughs> we can go on for that. So currently there's a promotion going on at Sociable for gift cards. It's the season of giving. So if you buy a gift card for a family, friend, or beer lover in your life of $50 or more, you get a branded pint glass. I think there's four to collect, so they got kind of cool graphics. Amazing, so thanks again for Sociable for letting me in here today, letting me touch all the beers in your vault that I will try not to sneak out with me. And yeah, if you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you do. There's something for everyone here. Thanks again for watching Think Beer. I'm Tiffany from The Traveling Pint. So I think you need to go get me a gift card and a, a glass. On, like a personal on what grounds? I've had to put up with you for a long time. I feel like it should be the other <laughs> way around, and I feel like I could get these guys to agree, especially if I sail by bath bombs after. So <laughs> before I before I forget, everybody sees the show. Don't forget to get your tickets for the November after party. It'll be tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great time, and there will be lots of beer. And you can meet the famous Tiffany and talk all about beer with her. But now we're going to head to break. So hi, you can't say anything. <laughs> talk to you guys after. It's rigged. Lions TV Bingo is on the move. We're going to go to Thursday, our next game. Yes, but still at 8 o'clock. Same prize board, lots of humor, only on Rogers TV. Regulars, the guys who keep this place in business. Last week, they had something to celebrate. Jason had just finished university. So they toasted his profs, his TAs, his old roommates. Well, they toasted just about everyone. But I worry about and take care of my guys. So even when I know they're not driving, sometimes that means bringing them a little surprise. And then they had a drink to me. Brought to you by SmartServe Ontario and Arrive Alive, Drive Sober. For Sir George Etienne Cartier, the work of uniting Canada was as vast as the country itself. First, he won over Quebec. Union is the only way for work. No, Monsieur Cartier! Confederation will cost French Canadians their nationality. Monsieur, together we will form a political nationality independent of our origins. Diversity will be Canada's strength. Then he fought for Manitoba. The Northwest has formed a government under Louis Riel will not join confederation unless our rights are respected. So you want a new province? Then you'll have it. That will be a place for your people in Canada. He envisioned a country from Atlantic to Pacific. British Columbia won't even think of joining Canada without a wagon road through the Rocky. Ask for a railway. We are building a country after all. Bold as a lion, confederation could not have happened but for him. In Canada, son pays. Ses amours.
Welcome back, everyone. We're in studio with Mike from Alpha Performance and with Brienne Lavallee yes. from Bathtub Bakery. So I interrupted you before we went to Tiff's thing. You're telling us about your kind of your creative process and how you, when you come up with something new or a new concept, you give it to all your friends. Yes. What is your creative process like when you're trying new scents? It's a, it's a interesting one. I mean, now that I've been doing it for so long, I've been able to um, kind of figure out what scents goes with what. I research what essential oils go with what, and then I need to make the colors kind of um, show that as well. So whenever I'm making either like the cupcakes or cakes or bath bombs, whatever, uh, I make sure that the scent matches up with the color, and then I kind of go from there and get feedback from it, and then hopefully, hopefully it takes off. <laughs> Your house must smell absolutely incredible. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to buy anything. And I'm I just constantly <laughs> making stuff, yeah. And I think you're really great at matching kind of what's going on in this season. So what's the kind of the new products that are around now that we're at Christmas time coming up? Yeah, and so right now I have, uh, can I pick these up? Yeah. <laughs> it's too far. So um, gingerbread is the one that you were interested in. Oh, so this so has, excited. yes. <laughs> you can smell it if you want. I'm that girl that goes to Starbucks for gingerbread lattes. Right? Don't need yeah, don't need it. So it's, uh, it's cinnamon leaf essential oil and then it has a gingerbread fragrant oil. Mm. So right now <laughs> that one is really popular. Um, it's all right. <laughs> you could be basic. Uh, everything Christmas <laughs> is my other Christmas one. And this one has like orange, clove, cinnamon, peppermint, a little oh, bit yeah. of eucalyptus in there. Yeah. Everything that screams <laughs> Christmas all into one. Oh. Right, you have to hold three at the end and then we'll I'm juggle them. Yeah. <laughs> if and I break them, I buy them, I guess. <laughs> obviously, most popular. Uh, last year I had this come out mm. for 2016 and the amount that I sold was outrageous. So I brought it back, um, kind of reformed it a little bit. So I have this one and that's just peppermint um, essential oil. So and that one. edible candy cane on top here. Yes, yes. A lot of it is surprisingly edible. Oh, that smells good. Like the, the icing on the cupcakes is real mm. icing until you add all of the, the stuff This is into legit them. Yeah. candy cane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is Christmas in my lap. Yes, right. <laughs> so that's what I have for Christmas right now. And then I have the, the cake Christmas slice on the that. table there. Um, I have a milk and cookies candle that's out right now as well so a how lot of stuff. Your senses not just get overwhelmed when you're doing this like how do you how do you deal with having to smell something and it not just sometimes it's all right because like it's it's strong so I can differentiate when I'm when I'm trying to figure stuff out uh, last week when I was sick I was trying to make the shower cupcakes and um, bath melts and stuff and I couldn't smell them <laughs> so I had to rely on my boyfriend to <laughs> smell them for me so I had like the fragrant oil bottle in one hand and like the thing in the other and I was just like does this smell like this right so Hopefully he was right. Yeah. Control. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. No yeah, I haven't heard anything <laughs> back. But that was just last week, so I'm back to normal now. What do you have sitting there, the yellow one? The yellow one? Okay, so I made this specifically for Millennial Network Group. Aww. <laughs> so it has a, little, awesome. a mustache on That's it. Amazing. That's so cool. So I'm giving this to you, yeah, if you're, a, you. if you're a Bath fan. I will do it. But oh, yeah, yeah, I made this last night, so it's uh, third time's the charm, but I love it. It's That's amazing. so amazing. So, so what's the smell on it? Or the smell? Oh, this one's the pineapple. <laughs> oh, your yeah. favorite. I do love pineapple. We'll pass yeah. it down the line if you <laughs> want. I was just guessing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh wow. So I have like a kids like bath, but like punch. I have a kids bath set um, of a bunch of like smaller bath bombs with colors. Smell this one and up. I have a yellow pineapple one. Right, that's what I was doing in the mirror last night. <laughs> it's mine. Mustache you a question. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's just to show that I like I can make custom things too as well, right? So will you take custom orders for stuff? Yes. Or, yeah? yeah, all the time. It's it's honestly one of my favorite things to do as well because as fun as this is, it's so fun to kind of experiment with other things and get people's ideas and then hmm. go from there. So I have a lot of orders for this Christmas. Of I have this girl, who she asked me to make a unicorn bath bomb where I'm doing um, like oh, a no. regular sphere, but then it's going to be icing all down the back for like a mane and like a, a horn oh, and stuff. Majestic. So yeah, I have all that. And then I have uh, like the baby shower favors wedding favors I have a Beauty and the Beast theme one coming up um, for next year so you just did an order for my girlfriend for a baby shower yes not our baby not your baby <laughs> yeah I haven't even asked that <laughs> I actually I thought that too when she said that I was like no way I was no. like there's no way I don't know about this no no so no kids <laughs> there's that picture that went out and it looked like in the way that Sarah had worded yeah. it was like it was my baby but no. yeah I was like oh I missed that nope yeah that was, was quick like, real quick nine months yeah <laughs> only knew, knew her for six but <laughs> yes <laughs> so um, do you have a an all men's line coming out or do you have eventually you about that? yeah eventually yeah that's what I want to get into um, basically how I'm doing it right now is I figure out what product I want to make, I perfect it, and then I move on. So I started with bath bombs, and then I think I got into uh, maybe like bath melts. So those look like donuts. Right now I have like a 3D Christmas tree bath melt that you can get. And then I did the shower cupcakes, candles, and then um, I'm coming out with wax melts uh, that look like actual chocolates, so like a chocolate bar box. And then I have chocolate bar soaps coming out. Um, in the new year, this which is going to be so could I give that to him and say it's chocolate and see what happens? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go, I got your Christmas present figured Absolutely. out. Since grade six, this is what I've done. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've known each other for that long. We've known yeah. each other since, like, the, you know, yeah. the MSN days. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I have that coming out, but men's line, if, it's on my radar. Right now I'm doing a kid's line, making sure I can figure that out so I have bath bombs for them right now and then I kind of want to get into bubble baths and stuff like that and then once I figure that out yes You'll nail that. men's line absolutely I'm do very you, excited do you ever take baths no that's uh <laughs> I feel like that's a good muscle recovery no you, you right? think I, you I mean together here I'm a little bit too big for most of those bathtubs. <laughs> legitimately I mean if they got a big guy bathtub I'm, I'm all game for it but you know, maybe a swimming pool. Just throw it in a hot tub or something. I'll have a good good one on that one. Gunk everything up. It definitely smells better than the bromin or whatever that goes in a hot tub, oh, though. Yeah. Just imagine having right. all of this. I would all of it. it. <laughs> everything. I do find that like I I I would like I like taking baths, but I find that a lot of the bathtubs are not big enough to get your body. Yet. I hear that a lot from yeah. guys. I that excuse. I am so big, right? So. It's very tough. Yeah. No, that's why that's why I started doing the shower stuff. It yeah. makes a lot of so, sense. Yeah. I, I'm definitely going to pick up some of the shower ones. I think yes. they're perfect. Sold. Yes. Sold. <laughs> Just take the whole box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with that, we are going to be heading to break, and we'll be back just after a few minutes.
Ringers vs. Regulars is back for another season of 8-Ball Action. It's your chance to watch as Scotch Doubles teams from around the region compete to win bragging rights for the pub or pool hall that they call home. You'll meet the characters that make up our local pool scene and get to check out some amazing tips and tricks. That's Ringers vs. Regulars, Thursday nights at 8 on Rogers TV. Did you accept money in exchange for sex? You're a bad dream. What's this about? I think you should sit down. raged along the Saguenay River for more than 150 kilometers, destroying land and lives. One family survived by dousing themselves all night against the searing heat. One family, among the thousands whose resourcefulness and courage shaped the character of this land. Welcome back. <laughs> I didn't see you do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in my mustache. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So we're in the last segment now with Brianne LaValle from Bathtub Bakery and Mike Parsons from Alpha Performance. So something I was kind of thinking about on the drive here was that you're both in, in not far off from each other business-wise where you're trying to transition. You, you're, Brianne, you're still trying to transition from working part-time in your business and your startup and trying to go into full-time and be busy enough. Mm -hmm. And you've just recently gone full-time the last couple of months. Yep. So can you kind of... How how did you first make that jump where you're like, okay, it's time for me to do this. I can make it happen. Well, for me, it was it it was you know looking at it and saying, okay, can I do this? And you know, you're you're taking away the crutch of someone else helping you out um, and saying, okay, you know what? I'm I've gotten enough client base now. Uh, I can support myself. Mm -hmm. And when I found that I had enough equipment and I had a space, mm -hmm. and I said, okay. Let's take the leap and mm -hmm. let's go. And uh, and then you get you get that awesome sense of ownership that it's like okay, it's just me now. Yeah. But again, it is a little bit more of a risk kind mm -hmm. of reward base there. But mm -hmm. it, it's exciting and a little scary too, but mm -hmm. mostly exciting. Well, so you actually are, you're training in the garage, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Apple, Microsoft started there. Hey, that's right? you know most most of the the millennial guys that I've talked to, um, that's where they're starting now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's. It's tough to get leased properties now, yeah. and it's very, very expensive. So to build your base and get, get successful, you have mm -hmm. to start small and yep. work your way up. And I think that's what I admire mostly about local businesses too, is you're creative in how you troubleshoot and how you run your businesses, right? So if you need a space, how, how can you do that? And for you, it was a garage. For you, you said you have a space in your home as well that you're doing. You're out of your yeah. home too, right? Yeah. 
That's, that's awesome. Like, we can't we can't get loans anymore. No place. <laughs> and for what you're doing, once you go to a big scale, you're you're gonna, you need a really big space, mm -hmm. a really big space. Yeah. Which is awesome, but you can progressively get to that position from from working from home. Yeah. Does your work know that you want to? I might be dropping a bomb here again. <laughs> a bath bomb. A bat, dropping ah. a bath bomb. <laughs> Does your work, do they know yes. that you eventually want to yes. transition into working for yeah, yourself? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. No, they're, everyone from my work is so great. Um, they all buy from me. They're all so supportive of me. And they Lovely. they know, like even coming on uh, the show today, last week, I, I messaged my manager the day the schedule was supposed to come out, and I was like, what do I work next Thursday? Right? And she originally had me on all day, and she took me off. That's awesome. <laughs> so they know... Um, priority wise like when I'm at work I think of work but outside of work I'm constantly awesome. like trying to get better at this and pursuing this yep. so what's your what's your big what's your business plan your your goals in the long run well as of right now what I'm doing is just doing what I can for Christmas because it is so busy and then just staying through my house for a bit um, in my house for Christmas and then afterwards I'm just gonna do an online presence have a website uh, and once I get a big enough um, consumers from there that's what I'm gonna start looking at a retail location I think um, just because like I do know like retail wise maybe I don't need a location to make uh, money to support myself I can do everything through a website and just have like a little thing on the side where I, I produce them um, but my dream is to have a little location. But I want to build a brand. I don't want to just have like a little, uh, like a bath bomb shop or soap shop or whatever it is. I do want to end up getting into, um, you know what bath caddies are? I do not. So cool. So it's just like a plank of wood that you put on your bathtub and then it holds all of your stuff for you. And your glass of wine. Or, yeah. Yes. I love wine. And yes. you can have a little book rack. It's very luxurious. <laughs> so I want to be able to just make like make that, put my logo on it and sell it, right? Like that's where I eventually want to be. Yeah. I think they're making fun of me. Hey. They're, they're encouraging <laughs> you to try new things. Try it out. Well, so I'm seeing your brand right across your shirt. How yep. important is branding to you? Branding is very important to me, and it's it's mostly for me it's approachability. Um, you know, most people when they they see me, they have a preconceived notion of what I'm going to be like. I mean, I'm a 380 pound big bald guy. You know, it's uh, it's very intimidating usually when people first meet me, but then when they talk to me, they realize okay, I'm not I'm not like the, what they perceived. Um, as well, I have two logos actually, which um, was an interesting kind of thing there where I have the big barbell set like that I'm wearing now, which is more for gear, geared towards harder core lifter guys. So they know that they see f uh, five plates, they know it's $4.95. Um, whereas I have a one dumbbell with a hand logo, and that's more for uh, average Joe. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so for uh, real quick, we have 30 seconds left. Mm -hmm. Where can we get a hold of you? People want to train with you. How can they get a hold uh, of you? You can contact me through liftbig.ca. Okay. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram or on Facebook at Alpha Power and Performance Training. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's where you All can right. get me. And Brienne, how can we get a hold of you? Um, right now, Facebook, email. That's basically okay. the big things. Uh, and then Instagram Bath as well. Yeah, awesome. at Bathtub Bakery. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for being on here and being guests. Thank you for co-hosting with me. Always and thank fun. you to Ashley's Furniture for donating all the furniture for the set. And we're going to go to Cody Wood now to take us away. I grew up in 
sleepy little town With his dingy little barn, his corner store But he always thought there was nothing for us around But we always keep coming back for more Ain't it kind of funny how in this life you always try to get back to where you start I'm just trying to make it in your big city world but I'll always be a small town boy at heart black bridge hangs over the water every day and every sunset the people around here just let them on blue collar they just try to do their best ain't it kind of funny how in this life you always trying to get back to where you start well, I'm just trying to make it in your big city world But I'll always be a small town boy at heart Ain't it kind of funny how In this life You're always trying to get back to where you start I'm not trying to make it in your big city world But I'll always be a small town boy at heart But I'll always be a small town boy At heart Call the Rogers TV viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media. Tuesday at 7, Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At Home with Chef D, Tuesdays at 7 on Rogers TV. Wednesday. I want you to have high-nutrient, high-protein foods. Food personality Teresa Albert serves up a garden-fresh, healthy breakfast. That's really good. Breakfast at Rosehurst on Rogers TV. I'm Phil Scott and I've been a volunteer here at Rogers for over 35 years. What I enjoy at Rogers is talking to different people in the community and whether you're in the studio or working on a mobile, you really get to learn the professional way of, of doing things. You can come into Rogers not knowing anything and they teach you everything. Rogers TV, Brantford.
We're back. Yes, indeedy. Welcome to Lions TV Bingo here on Rogers TV. Hope you had a great week. Looking forward to five exciting bingo games. Indeed. First things first, last week's full card winner. That is Margaret Brocklebank. And I think Margaret's been with us before. Congratulations to you on purchasers at Hasty Mart in Kitchener. Congratulations, Margaret. Then we have to do the security code. That's the number punched for the package that, that you got from the merchants. And this week, it's the number 13. Yep, lucky 13. So hopefully, it'll be lucky just for you. Then we do the rules of governed by the Ontario Gaming Commission. First thing to notice is that the uh, at Rogers website, that's an important thing to notice, www.rogerstv.com 